That's right. Every Monday we get a chance to talk to Frank Ragnow from the Lions. He's on the line with us right now. How you doing, Frank? Good. How are you guys? Uh, we're good. How was the week off or whatever days you got off? It was good. It was uh, good to get away from it for a little bit, uh, hang out with my dogs, relax. It was good. That's all you did was hang out <laughs> with your dogs? Yeah, I kind of tried to stay off my feet. Uh, the weather was pretty windy for fishing. Thought about getting out hunting, but just couldn't get myself to get going. So I'm pretty lazy. Mm-hmm. How many dogs are we talking about? Uh, I got a chocolate lab and a German Shepherd. Oh, big dogs! Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you have a family too, right? <laughs> yeah, I have, my wife was out of town, so it was okay. Your wife is listening to the program. I just wanted to give you an opportunity to like throw her in there. Also, spend some time with my wife. No, no, I don't no. want you to get in trouble after the show's over here. <laughs> I appreciate you looking out for me. I'm watching. You know, we have to be part of the team here. We have to take care no of one doubt. another. So uh, now there's, you know, I, the Lions are, are better than one and four, but their record is what it is. D- do you find that uh, a, a break like this can be a, a, a sort of, you know, turning point in an attitude, you know, because sometimes losing just like winning becomes almost a, an inertia. You know, you, you go from one week to the next, just trying to shake off the bad feelings. Could this help in that way? Yeah. I think uh, when you, when you win games, like let's just say we won a few of those, you, you ignore some of the things that might've hurt you. And uh, I think, well, we definitely have learned some lessons and, uh, a lot of things, especially going over bye week, we do a lot of self-scout. We look at the first part of the season, what we did well, what we didn't do well, and it was a good opportunity to own what we, who we are and what we've uh, put on tape and what we've done, but also an opportunity to learn and hopefully going forward, we know what we need to work at and improve on. Well, let's talk about that. That's an interesting take. Uh, you've had the first quarter of the season, as you say. Uh, you've been able to look at it. What do you think from an offensive line, that's your, that's your department, from an offensive line point of view, what have you not done? Uh, we, we just need to be more consistent in all areas. We can be better in a lot of the areas, uh, outside zone too. Um, and then one thing that, like in terms of situations, I think uh, all of us would agree that short yardage, whether it's third and one, fourth and one, third and two, fourth and two, the, that's a situation where we expect ourselves to be one of the best in the league, and we haven't been that to this point. So that's one big thing that we're emphasizing as an O-line for sure. Hmm. When you when you don't live up to your own expectations, because there were huge expectations for the offensive line, almost everybody across the board who talked about this team said, you know, maybe its biggest strength is its offensive line. What is that most likely a result of? Because you, you obviously have the talent. So when you don't live up to those expectations, what what what's usually the culprit? Uh, execution. Like, uh, I don't know if you're talking about, are you saying like the offensive line hasn't lived up to its expectations or what are you saying? Are you saying short yards or what are you asking? Well, particularly? You, as, as you said in specific, you know, we have to do better at this. We have to do better at that. When you're not doing it, it's obviously you want to do it. You know, yeah, everybody, sure. everybody wants to win. You go out to watch. So, what is is it is it the way it's coached? Is it just uh, you know not paying attention to certain details? I'm just trying to get because I often hear players say it's probably the most common thing in football, particularly execution. We just we just got to yeah. execute. We got to execute. I hear that all the time. But what is the problem with like what's the barrier? I guess to execution. Yeah, looking back at uh, what I think we've had. 
the thing has been like the theme has been guys trying to do too much, right? Like guys, it's a third and one. You want to really get this first down. You do something maybe uncharacteristically, whether it's like you're too aggressive, you lean mm. too much or whatnot. That's one thing. Like you just got to do what you do and tr- and we just got to trust what we do. And I think we'll be just fine. Mm. Yeah. Have you looked at the teams, like I said, you, Philadelphia now undefeated, Minnesota's 5-1. These are teams that you guys played with that you were pretty much on par with. Minnesota, you had beat. So are you? does that make you guys feel better knowing that and we're only one game out of getting back into it that you can make that change? Uh, I mean, not really. We don't really look at it like that because we know every every Sunday it's going to be a battle no matter who you're playing and whatnot. So there is no real, I guess, moral victories in the NFL. We – we we have to win, and that's really what it comes down to. Do you watch much football? Uh, you know of other teams, and like a weekend like this, will you spend time watching other games? Uh, I watched um, Arkansas on Saturday. That's where I went to school. Otherwise, on Sunday, I, I, I tuned in and tuned out. I wasn't like glued to the TV all day. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But I, I I take a peek every once in a while. Do you are you amused? by the way that sometimes announcers see a game versus what it actually is out there? Because you very rarely, obviously, get to get to watch a whole lot of other football games because you're usually working <laughs> at that time. Uh, but yeah. w- when you get the week off, you know, uh, do you find yourself ever saying, that's not that's not what they did, or that's not the right analysis there? Oh, yeah. There's, there's I mean, <laughs> it's pretty common. There's a lot of that. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like you've done uh, it now and then, huh? It's just interesting to see people. I mean, you really don't know unless you're on the inside of the building. And that's the truth, whether it's me or whether it's a commentator. uh, You definitely see that uh, a lot. What's the most common mistake that the the announcers and commentators make? I think it'll be just like a, uh, I don't know a specific example, but just like guys saying, oh, the offensive line should have blocked Obviously, I'm an offensive lineman, so I'm biased. But right. the offensive lineman should have blocked that guy when maybe their protection wasn't schemed to do that, or maybe it was the running back who should have picked it up, or whatnot. There's a lot of just uh, guessing on who who who's who's responsible for it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's why I can never understand those PFF grades that everybody I lives know. by, or yes. whatever. Like you're saying, unless you know exactly who the lineman was blocking or what the your assignment was. You you don't know what they were supposed to be doing. How do you grade those things? And I know everybody puts a lot of weight in that stuff. Yeah, I yeah, I think you're spot on right there, and I think that's how a lot of players feel. Um, I don't I don't really understand it either, to be honest. Frank, along the lines of of Kenny's previous uh, question, when you look at other teams, you see, wow, Tampa Bay is beatable. The the Packers are actually beatable at home. That that's got to give you some extra motivation, even though things haven't been going well for the Lions. When you look at that, when you say, hey, look, we are far from out of this, does that give you sort of an extra spark, I would think? Yeah, yeah. And we also, like, we, we, I know this is tough to hear from a one-in-four football team, but we're a team that we believe that if we do what we, we're supposed to do and we execute to the level that we expect ourselves to execute, we feel like we can hang with anyone. So, But that definitely does give you some confidence for sure. Well, the next team you have to hang with and hopefully beat is Dallas. And uh, going down there is uh, you're in the house that Jerry built. Is there any anything? Uh, you know, I know you grew up in Minnesota, so you're a long way from Texas. Although Arkansas, you know, is is not all that far away. Is there anything to playing the Dallas Cowboys anymore? Do they still 
hold any kind of mystique to, to today's football player? Uh, I was actually pretty fortunate in Arkansas. We played there every year. Uh, Arkansas versus Texas A&M every year. They call it the Southwest Classic. We played there every year. So it's a, it's definitely a cool stadium, and it's always a, a great environment. And uh, I think I've only played there, I think, once in the NFL, and it was, it was a pretty cool environment. So we're looking forward to it for sure. I think when you played there, Matthew Stafford had to get tickets for like a hundred people. <laughs> That's what he. Oh was yeah, from he lives right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. won't have that problem this year. Mm. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll be a win and a start of a of a great second half of the season. And uh, as as Kenny pointed out, with the exception of Minnesota, who I don't know, just as a lot of people don't feel that you're a one and four team. I'm not sure a lot of people think Minnesota's a five and one team either, but that's what their record is. But everybody else is three and three, two and four in, in the yeah. division and, and catchable. And if Minnesota comes back to the pack, uh, I mean, uh, and, 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 you know, Green Bay is, is a 500 mm-hmm. team right now. So uh, traditionally, Green Bay, you know, kind of sprinted to the front. And if you didn't get a fast start, there was no chance of catching them. But you're certainly not out of it with regard to the division. And that's how you get into the playoffs. So hopefully, uh, Hopefully this is the start of something good. Yeah, yeah. We just gotta we just gotta take her day by day and uh focus on us and then on Sunday go out there and execute and uh, good things can happen for sure. Well, mm-hmm. shout out to you and the dogs, the dogs. and your mm-hmm. wife. <laughs> <laughs> and not in that order. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, if you if you if you're not on the show next week we'll understand if your wife pulls the plug and yeah. If if suddenly we 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 we, we call your phone and we hear woof, 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 and you hear a voice in the back and say, Why don't you let the dogs go on and talk? <laughs> then we'll know what's happening. All right, Frank, take care. Yeah, appreciate you guys. You too. Frank Ragnow joining us every week here on the program. It's 760 WJ.